Baseball's great charm is that the action comes in spurts, which leaves plenty of time to spin yarns, look at the girls, and make wisecracks. Chaos, C-H-A-O-S, critical hate, and overwhelming stupidity. Hey everybody, welcome to Full Count Chaos. I'm back, hope you're back. 2020, what a fucked up year. What a terrible year. Every time it's New Year's and it hits midnight or even like the week before, you see everybody tweeting out or the conversations are like, boy, I'm going to be super glad when this year is over. You know, that's the whole punchline. Boy, what a crazy year. I'm glad this one's going. No, I think everybody 100% is going to be on board that 2020 will get the hell out of here. Holy hell. Lot to go over. You know you can hit me up, fullcountchaos at gmail.com. Hit me up on Twitter at fullcountchaos. All the good shit. Uh, sorry I wasn't here last week. I was in Ocean City having a little birthday bash. I might be in the minority here. I, I actually still really enjoy going to Ocean City. I know a lot of people complain about Ocean City. I know the nickname is Ocean Shitty. <laughs> But we went down, down there to OC, down, the water was too cold down there. God, the Baltimore accent, how terrible is the Baltimore accent? Did you go down OC? Go down to the ocean. I don't know, water, water was too cold to go down there. Going down, <laughs> it's a terrible accent. Uh, I think I've worked my whole life to try to not have them, uh, the O's, uh, how about them O's? Go O's. I, you know, hey, I'm from Baltimore, born and raised. I'm not shitting on Baltimore, anybody who uh, who lives here. But anyway, we went down to Ocean City, stayed at my uh, wife's aunt and uncle's place. Uh, her uncle works with Peter Angelos, uh, the attorney uh, part of the uh, deal, not with the Orioles, uh, the asbestos claims. But beautiful house on Bayside. Had a great time. Great birthday weekend. Very relaxing. And it's funny on Facebook. <laughs> You know, you keep forgetting every year that Facebook gives a notification to everyone that you're friends with if you put your birth date that, hey, it's her birthday. That's the, that's the only way I remember people's birthdays. But, you know, 300 notifications, uh, half of the people I don't even know. Or I shouldn't say, no, I'm friends with them on Facebook. But sometimes I'm looking at my phone like, who the fuck is this person? <laughs> I don't know. I got to go through. I, I say that every year. I got to go through my uh Facebook friends and weed out a bunch of them. I really don't even go on Facebook that much anymore. So I, I don't really spend much time on there. But my God, it, it, that's bad when when I'm scrolling to, to say thank you to everybody. And I'm like, who who is this? Who is this? It's like a game. And then I remember, oh, yeah, I sat next to him for about a month in third grade. I don't know how he remembered me. But great weather down the beach. Again, thongs are still in. <laughs> Guys are wearing that shit, too. Can't get away with wearing a thong. I walk on the beach. Lifeguard blows a whistle at me, tells me to leave, scaring the kids. So I'm just going to stick to my normal bathing suit. Anyway, a uh, lot to go over. Oh, by the way, I, yeah, I forgot about that. Uh, so I went to uh, Liquid Assets. Great food. Fantastic food. Uh, I walked up to the restaurant. Guy complimented my shirt, my oil shirt. He said, I'm tired of all the Yankee fans running around here talking shit, which I... I I didn't think many Yankee fans ran around Ocean City, but I guess Yankee fans are anywhere. But anyway, I, this guy drives by, 
and starts talking shit about the Orioles, about how they suck, they're terrible, whatever, and I'm just kind of ignoring them. You know, I'm just waiting for my food out in the parking lot because he can't walk in. And uh, so finally he's, he won't stop talking shit, and I turn around just to be like, what the fuck? And he's wearing an Expos hat. <laughs> and he points to his Expos hat and goes, this is the team right here. And before, and I noticed, I'm like, oh boy, this guy looks like his mom still packed some lunches and he's in his mid-30s. I'm just going to let him drive away. So that was <laughs> that was a very random moment in sports for me. You know, a lot of sport fans talk shit, but uh, someone's going to point out a team that doesn't exist anymore. Anyway, and I don't think uh, baseball is going to be existing here in 2020. It does not look good. Who are you pissed off at? Owners, players, both? Kind of seems like a uh, 70-30. You know, 70% of the uh, fans are angry at the owners, and the 30% you hear some people pissed off at the players saying, this is bullshit, come on. They threw you a decent deal, and now it sounds like you're just playing hard to get. But I have a lot to go over today. The draft. I did not do an episode last week. It's the first one since the draft happened. (laughs) A lot of interesting reactions uh, pertaining to the Orioles draft, especially their first pick. We'll get into that. I had some emails that came in over the week. Also had some uh, good advice on some new shows to watch. I always love hearing from you guys about that. Uh, And, uh, of course, we're going to get more into all this uh, baseball drama. Just some crazy shit happening. Before we do that, I want to remind you, the sports world is slowly making its way back with the NBA announcing its return in late July. But right now, you got UFC, boxing, NASCAR, and international soccer have all resumed play, and BetOnline has the best odds for their upcoming games and matches. Need more? BetOnline has simulated NFL, NBA, and UFC happening live every day. For you to check out, Bet Online also offers hundreds of live casino games, poker tournaments, and the best props in the business. Visit betonline.ag and join now to receive your welcome bonus. Betonline.ag, your online wagering experts. You got to remember that. I'm always looking out for you guys. All right. Now, I'm a little concerned. <laughs> little concerned about there not being baseball in 2020. I know I've said that for the past couple weeks now. Uh, But it just, I know you still, I mean, for fuck's sake, you get excited because Manfred says during the draft, there's going to be baseball 100%. He says, absolutely, there's going to be baseball. And then a week later, he's like, oh, sorry, guys. I know, I'm an ass clown. Uh, I didn't mean what I said. It's not looking good. So we're all like, what the fuck is happening? And again, who are you more mad at? Are you mad at both, owners and players, or just the players? I'd love to hear from you. But now there's reported eight people in the Phillies camp that caught COVID. How the fuck can sports be played like this? Everybody is focused on the players and the owners getting a deal. And I'm kind of in the back going, uh, uh, guys, uh, the virus is still here. I mean, it's a complete shit show. Let's say they get an agreement. I'm saying maybe one or two games. I don't mean to be negative Nelly over here. I mean, they do call me negative Nate when it comes to watching sports. But, and again, I don't mean to jinx anything, but come on. An umpire, a player, a coach, a manager, whoever it is, who if there's one person that tests positive, it's done. And people are getting tested positive before the, the league's even started. People all over in sports now. I mean, how the fuck are they going to start sports when people are still testing positive? There's no cure. There's no vaccine. 
just because there's states that are going in phase one, phase two, people are like, ah, oh, that's great. <laughs> I guess that means it's gone. So I have no clue how that's even going to start. But regardless, okay, forget about that. You know, they'll figure it out. They're going to test everybody once or twice a day, whatever they got worked out. Get the shit done because this is not a good look. And I really am curious if they don't get baseball in 20, if they don't get shit moving in 2020 and we wait next year, are you going to be fed up and say, fuck it, I'm I'm done with baseball? Or are you just kind of like, all right, well, if it comes back next year, I'll watch it. No big deal. No hard feelings because more and more I'm seeing it's starting to become people being very angry and saying, that's it, I'm done. If they don't if they don't play this year, that's it, I'm out. I'm done. Let's go Baltimore Blast. <laughs> Soccer, football, basketball, that's it. And it's interesting because I'm seeing polls all over Twitter right now of the question asking, how upset are you without baseball? Meaning, are you missing baseball more than you thought? Less? Or, you know, about what you figured was going to happen, how you are going to feel. And all the polls that I'm seeing, a higher percentage of people are saying, I'm not really missing baseball as much as I thought I was. And that's not good because baseball is already in a little bit of trouble over the years of trying to get, you know, A, the young viewers to get interested in the game. Because a poll that came out, just 7% of baseball's audience is below age 18. And the average age... Uh, of the uh, for the baseball fan is 57, up from 52 in 2006, so it just keeps ticking up. And also recent statistics, and this is from Gallup. If you don't know who they are, they're uh, like uh, they're a uh, American analytic and advisory company based in Washington D.C. But their uh, recent statistics also show that ballpark attendance is down in 19 of the 30 stadiums around the league. So this is not a good time to fuck around like this and not have a season and piss fans off. And again, there are some fans who are like, I'm not taking it personal. I'm not pissed off. (laughs) But I'm just saying baseball better figure some shit out because they're in a little bit of trouble uh, pertaining to ratings. And, you know, now uh, the other poll that I was reading, uh, they've been putting out this poll since 1937, asking uh, people in the U.S. what their favorite sport is. And football was at 37%, basketball's at 11%, and baseball's at 9%, just above soccer, which is at 7%. And that 9% of baseball is the lowest ranking since Gallup first started asking this question back in 1937. So something's going on with baseball. They got to get their shit together. It's a shame. I ask my nieces and nephews, my friends' kids, you know, ages 10, 12, 15, 18, and I ask them about baseball, and some of them like the sport, some of them play it, but when they're talking about going to a game or watching it on TV, they say it's too long, too boring. That's a shame. When I was a kid growing up, I, I would have given my left nut to go to Memorial Stadium and watch the Orioles play. Any chance I could sit in front of the TV, remember home team sports? My neighbors next door had it, I didn't, but any time I got a chance to sit down and watch a game, I didn't care if it was 10 hours long, 5 hours, or when, however long the game was. I was in heaven, but I, you know, all the young people that I talk to now, they're just, ah, it's too long. And I think it has a lot to do with technology these days. Everything's quick, 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 you know, five minute, 10 minute clips on YouTube. They like to watch their video games done on to the next. What other app can they download? 
So it's a shame uh, that baseball, you know, the more I'm reading, the more it's just kind of declining with, with uh, uh, viewers. And hopefully they do something. Hopefully something happens where they start getting the young kids in wanting to uh, enjoy baseball again. So I have no clue. I don't know. If, if you ask me right now, <laughs> I, you know, I guess my answer would be, yeah, make it four innings. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, man. I got some emails that came in. Uh, going to get to the draft here in just a second. Get your reaction on that because, again, I, I think all of us were kind of like, well, that was interesting. That was interesting. I saw over the weekend uh, King of Staten Island. Uh, it costs 20 bucks to rent because now movies are not, or uh, yeah, the movies are not in theaters, so they got to make their money somehow, which I don't blame them. I didn't mind paying the $20, but I don't know. After about an hour... I was like, I'm good, and I love Bill Burr. Bill Burr is one of my favorite comedians, and he was excellent in the movie from what I saw. I didn't 100% turn it off because I didn't like it. I, I did get distracted. Something came up, but I I didn't go back to watch it, and that was a few days ago, so I don't know. I, <laughs> just, I, I, don't, I just couldn't get into it. And I knew that I it wasn't going to be a uh, laugh-out-loud movie, but I, I still just wasn't digging it. But anyway, I like to share movies and TV shows with you guys, and I love hearing from you. So Craig took the time to write in to me to give me a heads-up. He said to watch The Last Kingdom. And it's funny, that's been on my list. That was way down on my list, but he convinced me in his email, and it's way up on my list now. Um, i got to get through one or two more shows, and then I think I'm going to watch it. Uh, he said his wife kept pestering him, so he said, fuck it, and gave it a try. And that's exactly what my wife did was ga- with Game of Thrones. I wanted nothing to do with that show. I was tired of hearing people talk about it. I, I-, I wanted nothing to do with the king and the queens, and they got dragons. I get that shit out of my face. My wife kept pestering me, just like Craig said his wife was doing about The Last Kingdom. I watched Game of Thrones, and I enjoyed it, uh, except for the last episode. The last episode. Ruining the whole goddamn series of Game of Thrones. And I'll go toe-to-toe with you all day if you're someone who thinks that that last episode was worth it. But Craig says there's drama, violence, sex, and humor in The Last Kingdom. So he was breaking it down, and he convinced me that I'm going to watch The Last Kingdom. So again, I'm going to put that towards the top of the list. Craig, appreciate it. Thank you very much chiming in i always want to hear from you guys giving me any advice on tv shows or movies to watch also a few weeks ago i asked if there's anybody out there who tunes into the podcast who's not from baltimore never lived in maryland but the orioles are your team and you've stuck with them since day one so shane from york pennsylvania he wrote in again full count chaos at gmail.com he said very simple and very boring <laughs> He says, my favorite colors were black and orange growing up. He says, I saw someone wearing an Orioles shirt one day with those colors when I was around six years old. And ever since, I've been a fan. He says, I would always ask for Orioles gear growing up as a kid and a teenager. All because I loved those colors. He says, I'm now 36 years old and still root for him. He says, my family roots for the Pirates and the Phillies, but there's not really any beef there. That's how he ends the email. (laughs) Thanks, Shane. Appreciate it. Hey, there you have it. Uh, It all started because he liked the colors black and orange. You know, I'm reading the email, 
It's a good thing that the person he saw wasn't wearing a San Francisco Giants jersey. You know, what if he saw someone wearing a Cincinnati Bengals jersey? What then, Shane? Would you have grown up to be a uh, Bengals fan, not even worried about baseball, or, or if they were Giants, San Francisco Giants? I guess wouldn't have mattered. You know what? Who cares? What matters is you're an Orioles fan living in York, PA, and I appreciate that. And he's been sticking with them ever since, all because he loves black and orange. They're great colors. They're fantastic colors. So, again, Craig, Shane, appreciate you emailing in, being part of the show. Always appreciate it. All right. um, Again, a couple weeks ago, the draft with the Orioles. The only exciting thing pertaining to baseball that has happened in a very long time. And... (laughs) Building up to the draft, you know, I, I we we were all convinced that Torkelson was going in the first pick, basically. I was like a 99.99% sure that he was going to be the guy. And the conversation also took place that if they took Austin Martin instead, well, that's easy. The Orioles would take Torkelson, but we were all convinced he was going in the first pick, and that's who Detroit picked, Torkelson. So here comes Assface Manfred. The Orioles are now on the clock. <laughs> Shut up. Get off my TV. But anyway, so Orioles make their pick. I'm thinking, all right, Veen, Austin Martin. I'm looking at the highlights. I've been watching them on YouTube all week. Past few episodes, I've been talking about Austin Martin. Then they make the call. Here comes the decision. The Orioles pick. <laughs> and you're looking at the TV like, what the hell did I just hear? And I wasn't pissed. I just had the what the fuck face on, you know? Like, what just happened? Again, wasn't pissed because Lord only knows how these uh, baseball draft picks are going to work out, you know? So So I'm getting texts going, what the hell just happened? Those were the texts that were coming in. What the hell just happened? Who the hell is this kid? Who the fuck is Kirstead? How do you even pronounce his name? How do you spell his name? Who is this kid? <laughs> and I just kept responding back with a smiley emoji and saying, ah, that's sports. You got to love it. And I heard great things about him. You know, a lot of the uh, quote-unquote experts out there had him being picked in like 17th, 20th. I think uh, somebody had him picked number 10. So he wasn't exactly a guy that you'd be expecting to hear on the number two pick in round one. Um, you know, so <laughs> as they pick this kid, I start looking him up. I start looking at his highlights. I start looking at his numbers. The guy's a freaking beast. He's a power hitter, left-handed hitter. And, of course, anytime you look at someone's highlights on YouTube, they look like a Hall of Fame player. Like, if you go and look at Ryan Flaherty's highlights on YouTube, you'd be going, why the hell did the Orioles get rid of this guy? But (laughs) the more I read into him, the more I started hearing people talk about him. Uh, You know, even, again, the quote-unquote experts out there that I follow on Twitter and and read their blogs and articles, they were even shocked. They didn't know much about the guy. I mean, look, any any of these players who are getting drafted in baseball, it's, it's extremely, you know, anyone who says that from top to bottom on this list of all these guys that are drafted, they're aware of. They're full of shit. They read about them the week before, <laughs> and then they just go from there. 
But the guy's got pop, man. He is a he's a uh, a power hitter, left-handed hitter, and the ball takes off. And that'd be awesome having him as a power hitter. Hopefully, hitting 30, 40 home runs a year. You've got the Yankees short porch. You've got Camden Yards right field. I mean, that'd be great if we could get another left-handed power hitter, and he can play right field. Most likely, if he works out, will be our future right fielder. And it's been brutal since Marquez has left. We've seen guys like Chris Davis playing right field, uh, Seth Smith, Travis Snyder. Remember that shit show? I just always remember those days with Adam Jones playing next to Travis Snyder in the outfield, and you would always see Adam just cussing constantly because Tra- Snyder was not a good he's just he wasn't a good ball player. And he would always misplay the ball. Adam would always have to back him up. And you would always see him just start cussing under his breath. I mean, nobody would really enjoy watching Travis Snyder <laughs> come up to bat and play the outfield for the Orioles. What was that 2015 and then August? Orioles are like, all right, see you later. We're not dealing with this shit show anymore. <laughs> but then the uh, Orioles went on to draft for their other pick, for their second, for their second pick, for their other pick. Uh, God damn. I, I'm starting to get Austin, Martin, and Veen and, and all their names stuck in my head right now. Jordan Westberg. Again, you know, he seems like an all-around good player. 285 batting average, 446 slugging percentage, 862 OPS, 38 doubles, 2 triples, 10 home runs, 102 RBI, MSU career stats for uh, the second pick of Westbrook. And I hear good things about him, too. I'm also hearing great things about Anthony Severino, another pick with the Orioles. And he's got mad skills at shortstop. Somebody put out like a uh, tweeted out a five-minute Highlight video of him playing defense at shortstop. Hey, great arm. He's fast. He's pumped up all the time. He's getting his players pumped up around him on every big play. He's he's going to be exciting to watch. I hope he works out. But CBSSports.com, I'm a fan of. I think they got their shit together. Their articles, the people who write for them. Uh, again, I just I just like how they break shit down with, with all sports. Um, they gave the Orioles a C for their picks. Um, they said it was a confusing draft for the Orioles because they were shocked that they, their number two pick, they picked Kirstead, and they had him going at about around 17. And they thought it appeared that the Orioles would sign him below slot, use his savings on like a top high school talent. But they said they didn't. The shoe never dropped. The Orioles took a, they called safish college hitter, and when that's when they picked Jordan Westberg. Westberg. But just going down the list, Westberg, Haskins, Severino, Mayo. I mean, these guys seem legit, like great ball players. But who knows? Who knows if they're going to work out? And the big conversation, obviously, not about the draft anymore, whether or not we're even going to see baseball. And, again, with the virus, <laughs> how the fuck are you going to play some baseball? But people are getting upset. People that I follow, I'm sure you follow on Twitter. If you're not on Twitter, get on there. Make an account. It's fun. Steve Molesky's getting pissed. He's funny. The other day, he said, no words. After, like, uh, Rosenthal and Jeff Passan put out, you know, how it just doesn't seem like it's going to happen, Steve Molesky says, no words. Anyone have a clue what is going on with baseball? He's like, where, where is the leadership of MLB and the union? Someone on one side or the other, please give in on something, anything. 
He says, Rob Manfred told ESPN the sides have not talked since a week ago yesterday. He says, only written communication since. Is there any wonder how bad it is? Don't even speak to each other right now. He says, communicate through media and tweets. What a mess. He probably had to delete the word fuck. What a fucking mess. He's like, I can't say that. He ends his tweet and says, first step, talk to each other. And you got Max Scherzer. I came across this tweet. He said, Rob Manfred and the owners are walking back on their word again. He said, the fans do not deserve this. So I'll say it one more time. Tell us when and where. Well, we're seeing that, and a lot of fans are going, well, you say when and where, and then the owners give you guys, you know, what some of us think is a decent deal just to get the game going, and you guys back out. So what the hell are you talking about when and where? So it just continues to be a shit show. And if you, if you bet me, somebody out there, they want to bet me 100 bucks. If you got a Venmo out there, I'll bet you. I'll bet you there's no season. 100 bucks. If there even is a game, it, it probably the season would go five games and then people would start getting sick. The same old shit. People just think because uh, a lot of states and, and your county or city or whatever is going to phase two or slowly getting out of phase one. Oh, great. The virus is finished. People are going to run around without masks. It's just so freaking asinine. But there is one thing I want you guys to remember. All right. You got to remember this. The sports world is slowly making its way back. As we know with the NBA announcing its return in late July. But right now, you got to be a fan of UFC, boxing, NASCAR, and international soccer. It's all fun. They've all resumed play. And Bet Online has the best odds for their upcoming games and matches. Need more? Bet Online has simulated NFL, NBA, and UFC happening live every day. For our big-time gamblers to check out. BetOnline also offers hundreds of live casino games, poker tournaments, and the best props in the business. Visit BetOnline AG right now. Join now to receive your welcome bonus. BetOnline.ag, your online wagering expert. You guys got to remember that. So I'd love to hear from you guys how you're dealing with all this. Are you starting to just be like, you know what? This is boring me. Like I tweeted out the other day. I said, this, this is boring now. I, I'm tired of dealing with it. Just wake me up when, when the season starts. It's just, you know, yawn. Boring. I'm tired of seeing the back and forth. Enough. I'm done. Is that how you're feeling right now? And, and are you starting to be like, you know what? It, it, it's not that bad being without baseball. Or are you just doing everything you can to get through the day with one way or another, watching sports, watching old games. So I've even stopped doing that a little bit, to be honest with you. I was on the TV all the time searching for Mass and Classics, the Orioles, old games, going on YouTube, watching old games, and I was doing everything. And that, and I got to be honest, I got to say, as you know, I'm a huge sport fan. I love, I love baseball. I love it all. But I do have to admit, it's not stinging as bad. I, I think the sting was it, before... But I think back in like March and April when we knew this was happening, it hurt. It stung more. But now the sting is going away. Now I'm just like, you know what? I'm doing all right. I'm getting through the year. I'm good. I'll be fine. <laughs> Maybe I just keep telling myself that so I continue to feel fine. But I'm all right. You know, I'm finding other shit to do. Like I said, like I always wanted to know from you guys: Are you starting new hobbies? Is there shit that you're doing? Instead of watching sports and going to games and, and, and spending your money on away games and weekend trips of watching the Orioles, what are you doing now? Are you building that addition on the house? Or are you uh, 
<laughs> you're going to put all that money into the uh, football season if that even happens. Holy shit. It's just a crazy mess. But anyway, Shane, Craig, appreciate the emails. Always love hearing from you guys. Look, it doesn't always have to be about sports. If you want to write in anything on your mind, fullcountchaos at gmail.com. Till next time. See you.